12 past 8, and we're once again minding the gap. That's the gap between the big franchise businesses and oppressed store owners. This so-called capital culture was highlighted by the arrest of Mr. Pizza's CEO, Jong Hyun, for unfair business practices against the chain stores. A number of other companies have also been found to have been abusing franchisees, ranging from fried chicken outlets to telecom retailers. We touched on this briefly earlier in the show. Now we can discuss in further detail with an American attorney based here in Korea, Sean Hayes, co-chair of the career practice team from IPG Legal. Good morning to you. Hello. Thank you very much very for joining nice us. So, Thank you for having me on. Um, what, what are the implications of, of the number of dispute mediation cases increasing during the first half of this year? Do, do you think it shows franchisees are, are just trying to speak up for themselves or... Has there been more power abuse? I don't think it's actually actually either of them. Um, I, I, I don't think anything has has fundamentally changed, but economics is 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 worse now. Uh, this doesn't mean that franchisors got worse or or franchisees has have have actually changed. Just economics. When economics get worse, more people try to find. Uh, outcomes to problems and that sometimes leads to the FTC and also leads to courts. I don't think uh, franchisors have abused power more in the last few years uh, and this the, the, this issue of having more power to speak up, I don't think it's 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 true either. I, I think there was always an, an, an avenue to to uh, speak up. I think it's it's a, it's an issue of economics more than anything else. Of course, that doesn't mean we shouldn't be concerned about abuse where and when it occurs. What are the different types of malpractice we see in this area? I think the biggest area uh, that that we see is the typical pump and dump scheme. So it's 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 an issue where you um, have it's normally a middle aged man with with a small amount of money two three hundred thousand dollars that that he has from his his retirement money um and he's pushed very hard by a, a salesman to go into franchise f- franchising and often what it is is it's not full information i think that's the biggest issue and often what happens is the cost is underestimated underestimated and you often see the sales number being overestimated um and that's the biggest malpractice if we actually call this franchisers act as malpractice that's the biggest thing that that we see what about putting pressure though on franchisees to to act in a certain way or to um really harm themselves for the for the sake of the company, does that not happen quite frequently? Yeah, I think it it it, it sometimes does happen, but I, I think um, you're you're talking about um, the 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 issue of changing signage to a brand new signage. Generally, a franchise or uh, is is doesn't believe that. Um, if you change a signage to a brand new sign and it's going to cost you, say, $1,000, and then that's usually the cost of these types of, of things to remodel and stuff with their uh, logo, they believe that's going to 
build more business for you. Those types of lawsuits are generally over shared costs. I mean, just briefly staying on this point, though, because we've had a whole range of complaints raised for those in the food industry being forced to pay more for ingredients. That, I mean, that seems flat out wrong, doesn't it? Why would it be flat out wrong? Well, if, so, if, if you're a... If, you're this, a if, if, if prices go up, if prices go up... So I, I think all the questions that, that, that I had today were, were all that the franchisors are flatly wrong in the franchise. I think the questions are actually much... The, the answers are much... Well, you know, I, I, actually, I actually work with franchisors and franchisees. Mm. The, the issues are not as easy as the franchisors are wrong and, you know, all the questions they are, the franchisors are, are, are wrong and uh, what do you need to do to, to get the franchisors? It's not as, as easy as that. Okay. You know, I, the issue of prices going up, yes, prices are going up, but prices are going up because of prices going up for the franchisors too. So... Okay, but uh, look, just to clarify, the, the I'm not talking about paying more uh, absolute in absolute terms. I'm paying talking about paying more in, in in relative terms in this in the respect that they might have to pay well over the odds for chicken, for example. Yeah, but that that's the that that's that's the actual franchise fee. So often, what franchising is is you don't pay an actual franchise fee. And the franchise fee is placed into the the actual food cost. So every year, the franchisor is paying more for labor costs, uh, uh, food costs, and, and all costs. So prices of their margin item, where they actually get that franchise fee, often goes up year to year. And they are a lot of bad franchisors. That's absolutely true. There's bad franchisors. On the whole, it's not those issues that franchisors uh, franchisors complain about. Okay. The biggest issues that franchisees complain about. The biggest issues that they, they, they actually actually complain about is issues of quality of the systems and and expectations. So the expectations are sales will be X and cost will be Y, and now the expectation is 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 they're saying, well, our, our sales are not X. They're, they're, they're actually X minus 20, and our, our, our costs are Y, Y plus 20. So I think the key thing with, with franchising is if you present to a franchisee an expectation and you meet that expectation, you're not in breach. That's the key. Now, what, what some people are, are, are saying is, well, it's not only meeting that expectation – it's also giving someone a profit, mm. right? Actual profit. That's difficult. Business is business. Businesses fail. The food industry is so competitive. So, so many of the actual cases being filed now are not issues of a fraud. And there's a lot of people going after this now as being a fraud. It's actually an issue of, yes, costs are going up. They're going up, up for everyone. Um, and... And there's a lot of failures, and a lot of these failures are failures based on market realities, not frauds by franchisors. Uh, and I see you actually got a question about uh, the FTC head, and I, I really wanted to comment on that. I think he's just a great 
uh, change, you know, and but feeling what he is going to do is just way too soon. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see what the new F- FTC head does. But yes. it's just way too soon, soon to actually say. That, that's the new head of the Free Trade, uh, sorry, Fair Trade Commission Fair trade. here, Kim Sang-jo. But can I just also ask you whether you feel the Korean franchise law is sufficient at this moment in time to protect franchisees? I, I mean, I, I, and, and I just want to add that, of course, we shouldn't imply even that all franchisors are bad, but because often the media perception is of franchisees not having a voice, I wanted to address that with you. Yeah, I, I I think that is for it's actually two different two two different questions you have, but uh, I I think in in actuality the franchise law's purpose is not just to protect franchisees; it's to promote franchise franchise business. Mm. So franchise business is very important for South 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 Korea and every country. This is a huge part of every country's e- e- economy. So if we're going to frame it as uh does this law have if, if you only want to frame it as that i think absolutely it has plenty of mechanisms in place to protect franchisees absolutely uh i think the biggest issue is franchisors don't even know what the law is mm-hmm. because it's so vague uh so often what happens is the large franchisors from overseas are very worried about entering the South Korean market with a franchise structure. What they do is they actually go into the structure with one franchise partner, such as SPC, one of the big guys, and they don't go into it as a franchise. They actually go into it as a joint venture or a license only to that group. I hope that actually changes because that's not giving opportunities to the average guy because of the actual franchise law. The franchise law here, it's very hard to know what is a fraud, what is not a fraud, what is going to be deemed a violation of the franchise law, and that is actually hurting the average person. Fascinating to get your insight, someone who's hearing these complaints directly from both franchisors and franchisees. Sean Hayes, co-chair of the career practice team from IPG Legal. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you.